I fucked up because I ain't go with it. This usually Eddie's job. Cordell, <laughs> it's, it's usually Eddie's job. So yeah, you just clack what it. What did I say before? No, uh, you okay. just three, two, click. And we're live in three, <laughs> two. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode from Boys to Men. I am your host, Tara Mr. King, and I'm here with my co-host. Cordell Clay. What, 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 what? You, you forgot your middle name again. Cordell Vaughn Clay. There you go, there you go, there you go. A lot of class here. Exactly, right? And we got a special guest here today. We got the one and the only. He's, well, are you the one and only? I don't know, but me. yeah, but look, like man, this guy—he's really pumped and excited to be on here. We're pumped and excited to have him on here. This is one of my closest friends in the gym. Uh, he's a really motivational young man that got some big goals and big dreams, and hopefully, we see him achieve his dreams in the near future. My friend Gunner, I'll let him introduce himself too. Gunner, wanna... what up? <clears throat> my name is Gunner Samuels. I am a Personal trainer, certified yep. by the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Um, yep. I know Terry is to the gym. I've been yep. training for about a year and a half now. Yep. And most of my life revolves around exercise. And I'm <laughs> fascinated by how good people can be at things. Yeah. I like helping them get there. Yes, sir. Let's see. Okay, Gunner, Gunner, Gunner. To be honest, all right, tell them more about in depth, like, like you said, like your. I want to know your. We want to know your origin story. We want to know. Okay. What makes Gunner? Gunner. Yeah. So. Well, so, Gunner. Well, Gunner freaking Samuels. <laughs> at Gunner freaking Samuels. Gunner with an AR. Yeah. Kids trying to find me on socials. But yeah. So uh, working out has always been a part of my life. Like I. So I was homeschooled, and uh, up until my junior year. So I was at home a lot, and my dad was a bodybuilder. So fitness oh, just like a part of my life from from the get-go like we had a, a home gym in the backyard for as long as I can remember so like growing up most of my days would start with like getting a weight workout in before giving a flip about school that was always a priority so like it was always a part of my life without thinking too hard about it and then really over the pandemic and like first wave of COVID um when everyone had a bunch of free time on their hands and were like questioned what they wanted to do at that time yeah. I got this cool habit of like when all the gyms were closed like Every week, a buddy would come over, or somebody would come over and use my home gym, yeah. and then inevitably end up like sitting on the front porch, drinking a protein shake and talking about life, yeah. and like getting to know each other on that deeper <laughs> level. So then it really left like like that beautiful overlap of like the fitness passion and knowledge, and using that as a means to connect with other people on a deeper level. Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh, like. I want to do this all the time. Like when <laughs> in a place where I have so much time to use, like this is what I want to do all the time. So put my head down for a semester, got my personal training certification, and uh, started personal training. And now I'm like, I'm exactly where I want to be. Oh snap! Yeah, shoot, I, I'm, I'm not going on. Yeah, I I love people that are doing the personal trainers and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's something I want to do, but I was looking at it more from a business standpoint. At the same time, too, I love fitness. Like mm-hmm. I love working out with people, but during like, like you said, right, actually right before COVID hit, 
you see the spike and like everybody just starting to become a personal trainer. So it really, yeah. I, by me watching that, I was like, it's becoming more and more mainstream. And more more mainstream. And I was just like, bro, I'm, I didn't I didn't want to do it because I was like, bro, it's oversaturated now. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like people got into it for the wrong reasons. A lot of them do get in for wrong reasons, for more 100%. of a. Per, it, I understand this business at a time too. You got to make money, but you can tell the people that love to do this versus mm -hmm. the people that just doing it just just because it's the fad right now. And it's just that, you know what, if I work out somebody, cool. But if I don't, I'm just like, I'm good rather. <laughs> Man. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I like, like, especially the fitness market now yeah. is being oversaturated. Cause it's so like visual based, like the vanity yeah. of wanting to look good. Like everyone wants to look good. Yeah. So the fitness market is saturated, but something that's never going to like not be needed is that like authenticity of yeah. actually wanting to help people. Yeah. Actually want to like come alongside somebody and yeah. like make their life better. Like that's never going to not be a need. Exactly. Because I, I, I yeah. I'm, I, I might go ahead and get my trainer license. You know, now because. <laughs> I've decided, dang it. I know. I, I, you never know, man. <laughs> hey, creatine and peanut butter. Oh yeah, what's up with this creatine shortage, man? Is that a true thing right yeah, now? <laughs> yeah, it, it breaks my heart. Like the creatine shortage went up. Well, our, our prices went up. We yeah. saw creatine in the gym, right? It went from like sixteen nine nine a tub, to like seventeen nine nine a tub. It's like, oh, that end fuck? times are coming, man. <laughs> when creatine goes man. up, yeah, it's the cheapest crap on earth. I, I know that's all. TikTok is ruining stuff. I mean, TikTok is inflating a lot of prices. Nike, one hundred percent. Nike tags, creatine. What else? Forces like anything that goes viral on TikTok has inflated. Yeah. Dark times. Like literally, forces used to be like eighty dollars, ninety dollars. Yeah. Now they're like. 110, 120. That's bullshit. Well, Third fuck. Times. Well, and, and TikTok kicked me off, so fuck TikTok. Fuck them. <laughs> some bitches. TikTok is like, so I, I tried to I tried to be intentional about social media for a while for yeah. like advertising, and it did help, but TikTok is one world that I've like intentionally not tapped into because it's such a freaking, it's yeah. its own world. It's, you know, a like fad. its own it's, yeah. it's, own, fad. it's, it's own void you get sucked into. Like, uh. Once you get stuck into one category or two, it's yeah, so hard to get yeah, out. You're, you're stuck in that category. Because, really? like, uh, you don't even get views if you try to venture out. Exactly. Likes. I, I got stuck in the thirst trap category. So, like, every time oh, I used to do. You know, exactly. And so, every time I used to do, like, the uh, my fitness stuff and everything else, too, mm. like, the views I would get from that versus to everything else, it was just like, <clears throat> right, I wasn't having a shirt off and I was up in there dancing or anything. Now you had no I, choice. I, I, yeah. and no, no, this thing about it, because you actually start getting paid. On social media, I had twenty six thousand followers. Yeah. So like, when my views get up there, it's like, okay, you're getting money from this now. Do so you make ad revenue off TikTok? I I, I was. Or you were. When, wow. Well, now I'm making more. I make more ad revenue off of Instagram now. You do make revenue off Instagram. Yeah. But the funny really? thing about it, I found out like, all right, in order to make your real money on Instagram, first time you get paid, you got to be over a hundred dollars. If your uh, bonuses are not over a hundred dollars, you won't get paid. But after you get over a hundred dollars, then they finally pay you. So the money okay. you accumulate before that, and then after that, then they'll pay you. So actually, next month I'll get my first check from Instagram. Really? Which would be like two hundred dollars. Okay, I'll be looking at my bank statement. I'm like, hey, bro, where my fucking money at? And I, I had to do some reading. And is research. that just like posting frequently enough, or yeah, posting, like uh, posting, and people actually engaging and watching your stuff. Yeah, it really all about timing. Like when you have to start thinking about like the social media game, mm -hmm. how it changed and how it, it can, it can make your whole career and everything. It can make you. It, like if you're not getting the engagement that you want, like there's other ways you go around that. But like, like especially in the fitness market, like mm -hmm. you see people do, 
especially women. All right, gonna, I'm gonna get your viewpoint on this part too. Okay. The women that does fitness, all really they gotta do is wear a tight, whatever. <laughs> grab your grab your attention. And then they're gonna yeah, grab sells. the little bitty weights because sex sells obviously. Yeah. And they wearing nothing, and boom, they don't even know shit about fitness. <laughs> you look at what they're fucking doing. Oh, we're doing glute workouts. Bitch, you working at your? She ain't even doing shit. That working out the damn glutes and focus on the glutes. Yeah. So it, it pisses me off to see where the the fitness market is going mm-hmm. because it, it's really going to make it more of a joke than it is going to make it more like, mm-hmm. hey, this is something that can really help you change your life. Yeah. And you don't know who has a BBL because females oh, yeah. just be getting a BBL and then acting like they. Oh yeah, that, that is true. Sometimes. Oh yeah, you know what BBL is, right, brother? Oh damn, he's not healed. Okay, don't worry, healed gunner. We got you. I'm just, All right, I'm just uh, like the butt, the butt, the butt surgery thing. Well, they they take oh, the, the, the like they the take the fat thing. Yeah. Where they get the fat from the yeah and move it to their booty. See, that's cheating, man. It's, just thank you. Don't don't get surgery. Okay, confidence. Hire Gunner Samuel's Fitness. Got you. Comes <laughs> anytime fitness cantonment, and we'll get you the butt of your dreams naturally. No surgery needed. Exactly. Is you do the work, it will show. Yeah. And actually, creatine help you, ladies. It help you grow your booty as well yeah. too. Yeah, eat your protein. Eat It'll your... be slightly less expensive. Yeah, I know somebody that got a BBL. Me too. And the fact that I think we're talking about the same person. Yeah, we're talking about because I, I told you yeah. I'm the one to tell you about her. So uh, <laughs> we we watched her walk. Out. Exactly. Yeah, you did. Yeah, but look. They can't walk. They got to sleep yeah, certain way. Like you can't. Boy. You can't even sit on the. Is she court. the one part of the disabled parking lot? <laughs> the one. The one person. She in the might. She spot. might be. She might need. Be, she might be hurt. That's why I be hurt. Yeah. But literally, like she can't even sit on the toilet the right way. And I'd be like, bro, everything you want, you just have to put in the work for it. Like if you want to get bigger hip, hip, the hip dimples and everything. There's workouts to help you grow your hips. But people don't want. They want the instantaneously satisfaction, as that's why you see like. Gyms, most gyms, like they get an influxuation in the beginning of the year, and then later on when they realize they don't want to do the work, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they taper off. Yeah, for sure. That's every year. Yeah, well, yeah, but I feel like once you just make that mindset change, like, hey, fitness is more than just something I'm trying to do for the moment, but something I'm trying to keep doing for yeah, the rest it, of my life. Yeah, sustainability. Yeah. That's something that's changed massively over the past like year and a half for my training personally. It's been like shifting from just like visual, yeah, to uh, aesthetics like like performance based. Yeah, like what can I do? Yeah, being able because rather than like stressing about counting the calories in your ketchup <laughs> yeah. to make sure you can see your veins and your obliques, Macros. like yeah, yeah. I mean, like getting in the nitty gritty details and depriving yourself for the sake of looking good. Yeah, it's about like. Being physically able, you know, yeah. like pushing your body, yeah, to, to feel better about yourself. Yeah. It, it's I easy to fall down that road of like vanity, especially yeah. in the fitness industry. Oh, so yeah, that's helped a lot. Yeah, I know a lot of egos go as big as like egos when it comes down to like that stuff, and it, it fucks with your confidence and self esteem. Mm-hmm. I know you're telling me a little bit about that, so dive deeper into that part. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, when I first started personal training, like one of the darkest like moments I walked through personally was like having my whole life revolve around training and in order to like keep that motivation hot, yeah. I put myself in that dark, like like chip in your shoulder mindset yeah. where I was motivated by ego. I want to look better than other people. I want to prove yeah. I was stronger, faster, better looking, whatever, than other people. And like it worked because I made the workouts really intense. You know, yeah. Like 
you take a double scoop of pre-workout, put on your sad boy music and freaking rip through weights. Like I had a bunch of a whole season like that, but it made me like a less happy human being in general. Yeah. Right. So like that was one of my lowest moments I hit as a person. So my whole view of motivation and training has changed since then. It's still like kind of being reconstructed, but like the line that I came up with for myself is like, like how does fitness affect me? relationally because there's an oversimplification like the hard line is like if you're ever so um intense or focused on a physical goal that compromises like relationship if it makes you too aggressive to connect with people if it makes you too um selfish or busy to connect with people then like you need to reevaluate like your goal should never compromise at least a healthy relationship oh yeah i think a lot of people would i i had an ego at one point like that you know? yeah because like all right my my arch nemesis in the gym was at that point in time because i i used to some people come to the gym and you know you, you know these people your whole life mm-hmm. and y'all used to be the same size you see them like they like yep i know yeah no, they're like dying as fuck and you're like bro fuck yeah and then you're like, bro, I'm trying to be like this guy. Hey, you know his name, Jamie Smith, man. His name is Jamie Smith, man. This great guy, great guy. Great guy. He the, he's like the most nicest guy you could ever meet. Yeah, he's a black Superman, man. He's freaking chiseled. Fuck, fuck him. <laughs> Bill, yeah. I mess with you, Jamie. We love you, man. But no, um, Jamie, like this chiseled person. And like, I used to go to the gym and be like, bro, I, I just want to be bigger than Jamie. Mm-hmm. And I realized, I, bro, I had a chip on my shoulder. I was like, bro, I'm competing with somebody that I shouldn't even be competing with. I should be trying to be the better version of myself. And when I finally realized that, you know, I, like chasing him, I did push the limit and actually, you know, see like, yo, I'm stronger than I thought I was. I could do a lot of stuff. I like t- t- tremendously over, over. I did stuff that I didn't think was possible. Mm-hmm. And it taught me a lot of stuff. Yeah, it motivated you. But at the same time too, when that person out there, I got to motivate myself. So I realized, bro, I'm just chasing, trying to be the bigger version of myself. Yeah. So. It came with time and everything, but like, real, yeah. If you're going to the gym trying to compete with somebody and have a chip on your shoulder, it's not going to work. Bitter, man. Yeah, like in that mindset, like it used to, like it did work. You did make a bunch of progress. Yeah, but for me, like if I was making progress, and then I would run across somebody who was bigger, bigger than me, stronger than me. Better looking than me. I shit on myself. Bro, yeah, my world would shatter. It yeah. would shake me to the core. Cause it was so like I put all my worth <laughs> in that, you know? Yeah. Because yeah, that, that was my whole life. So you're exactly right. Like trying to be the better version of yourself. Yeah. It's a lot healthier, in my cause, opinion. Cause I I sort of used to put it in Ellen's to like Naruto versus Sasuke. And he's like Sasuke. Okay. And they- <laughs> there's so many, so many like life lessons in regards to fitness that I've learned through well, anime and yes. like wanting to better yourself. Yes. Like Demon Slayer, Dragon Ball Demon Z. Yeah. yeah. And even like um, Attack on Titan. Yeah. Like Aaron's like pursuit for power. Steering him to- oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a crazy overlap with like the anime guys and the fitness guys. Yeah. Like it's crazy overlap. You know, it's all the same thing. Like yes. it's all about going to the next level. And yeah. You know about yeah. Baki? Yeah. Oh, you ain't seen Baki? Uh, uh-uh. See, I saw. I used to watch What's Baki back when. It, uh, like, bro, this dude was just a giant. He got the giant. De- he, he everybody, got, everybody he got in demon. there. Everybody yeah. in there swole, though. Yeah, but he got a demon back. He unlocked the whole like different face. The, like, it makes, face you know, like Brock Lesnar got the the tattoo on his back. Is like actual face that like talks. 
But no, he, he that muscle bad, definition, like is, the muscle oh, definition okay. in his back is the face of like, oh my gosh, it's the demon back. Yeah, but like, oh my god, like yeah. But, well, but back that's, to that's everybody's fitness goal. <laughs> exactly, Bucky. I have a face on my back. Exactly, it's like boom. The definition just imagine like your cuts, yeah, the you cuts, the cuts just like makes a face. You're like, bro, you're back looking at me. Magnificent. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, like I used to like compare me and him to Naruto and Sasuke because like, yeah, because me and him went to high school together. We played against each other in little league football and everything. So our paths always overlap. Yeah. And uh, he was the person that everybody likes. And I was the clown that everybody was like annoyed with. So I was like Naruto. He was like Sasuke. And they was like, oh, it's Jamie, Jamie. I was like, fuck. Yeah. I'm here too, motherfucker. I like y'all too, man. But yeah. yeah. But like, honestly, Jamie is like the person that I strive to be, I was striving to be. Mm. And I realized I'm not trying to be me. I'm trying to be another version yeah. of Jamie. And I was like, once I realized, like, man, I had to learn from Naruto. I was like, I watched Naruto to think about different things. I was like, you know what? Naruto's just as cool as being Naruto versus trying to be like Sasuke. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn. I was like, man, I'm trying to do these workouts just to compete with Jamie and be yeah. like Jamie. I can find my own thing for my own that helped me out spiritually, mentally, physically, everywhere else. Yeah. That can help me be me instead of being Jamie. That's crazy as a bet. Like, I don't know Jamie as well as you, yeah. but like, from my have seen he's pretty level headed dude yeah it's like i don't i don't think that jamie would have his own jamie to try to compete with yeah. like i feel like jamie is that way because yeah. like normally people that can make the most amount of progress people that are most content with just putting in work and not yeah. trying to compete. like prove themselves exactly you know? we'll just happy yeah and his leg days his leg days shit on my leg days i'm not even <laughs> gonna fucking lie this dude uh, very mature you to realize that yeah and i was like mm-hmm. i did it one time hence i said i did it one time and that was like two years ago. Mm-hmm. You're never doing it again. <laughs> I couldn't walk for two days. Mm-hmm. Just putting in the work. Dead ass. I couldn't walk for two days. Look, I see him do this on a consistent basis. I was like, his calves may not be there. I got him beat in that category, though. If I was yeah. competing with him, hey, Jamie, I got you beating the calves. Just let you know. <laughs> I, I, my calves are bigger than yours. Everything else? Got it. <laughs> That's got genetic. Bro, that dude. Yeah. Fuck him, Michael B. Jordan. I'm chasing that guy. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Creed gotta, 2, it's another, another great one about like pushing to the next level. Oh, yeah. Listen to that soundtrack and repeat when I work out. Okay, matter of fact, let's so, talk about fitness movies. Yeah. All right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think nobody really hit on like certain things. Yeah. But, all right. What's your favorite fitness movie that you watch that like push you? Like, all right. The, after you just got done watching it, you're like, bro, I got to get in the gym. Yeah. And go like hard as shit. And last that fire. Yeah. yeah. So it's not specifically a fitness movie. Yeah. But I freaking love the Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> Let's check it out. So like the last one, Fallout, okay. Henry Cavill, when that movie came out on Amazon Prime, I watched it three times in one weekend and every time I watch it, I'm like, I need to get in shape so I can fight Henry Cavill. Uh-huh. I need to climb up the mountain <laughs> with my bare hands. Like that, those movies, that like pure adrenaline rush, yeah. that gets me going like nothing else. Okay. That and then before my last competition I did. Okay, um, you did a competition. What type of competition? Uh, a crossfit competition. Okay, okay. It's, it's, it's for fun. It's Jingle Ball Jam. Okay. It's a Christmas thing. It okay. was just for funsies. Okay. It was actually here. It was at the university. But oh, nice. um, the night before, like, had to go to bed early, but the night before, I watched all of Rocky 1, the original. <laughs> yeah. And that, that was pretty good, too. Uh, shit. Yeah. What about you, Cordell? Yeah. Mine, I know this is going to be basic, but I haven't watched, like, as far as movies, I don't watch a lot of fitness movies, so I don't have that much to go off of, but I'll just say Creed. Creed? Mm-hmm. But the... One or two. I like the... 
Like the first one was good, but as far as like fitness stuff, the second one. Yes. Yeah. yeah the second one in particular hits home because when the desert, like the Creed's whole like legacy is like, like working with his dad, but also Victor Drago working with his dad, yeah. mm-hmm. and like my dad got me started in fitness, so yeah. the whole like carrying on the legacy thing. Yeah. It's yeah. right there, man. Oh, it hit you home. It. Yeah. Yeah. I could. All right. To be with me, y'all. To be honest, it's any movie. Every movie yeah. I watch could get me into the gym. Like Mighty Ducks. All right, people don't know. The people don't underestimate Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks is a classic. Because it's just like, coming from the bottom, now you're here. That's some 90s kid thing? That's some 90s kid thing. But also, like, if I just say movie-wise, yeah, of course, you, the, the Rockies, yes. Mm-hmm. The the Crees are great. But the one that did, what was that one movie? Uh, McFarlane. I don't know if nobody ever. Fallen USA? Yes. Mm-hmm. Look. That shit, cause like that last scene before they actually start running, and everything, he just memorizing everything. They see their family coming in there, like, mm-hmm. like these, they're like the poorest county in America, and yeah. like these, they shut down the whole town. It's just like Friday Night Lights, <laughs> like they shut down the whole town to come to like watch their kids yeah. perform, and like the people that they, you are not the underdogs of the year, yeah, and they just. They were running, and the, the Danny, the, 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 the fat, fat the, kid, yeah, the, the fat, fat kid, kid last one to finish. Hey, the fat kid that was always last, he came in and came the number five runner and helped them win, mm-hmm. bro. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Nobody else tell me McFarland USA. Hey, y'all, y- y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all, the shit. That movie's so great because it's so like cheesy, like you know, beat for beat, exactly yeah. where the movie's going the whole time, and it yeah. still hits home. Dang it, exactly. Oh, and it's so, and so, finished. and it's so genuine, and it's based off a true story. Yeah, it's genuine. And because like, especially like when they first like they never seen the beach, and when they took them to the beach, yeah, I cried. A little. I cried. I cried. I'm not ashamed so to say, it, bro. I cried. Own it, bro. I'm on it. Mm. I'm on it. All right. So food wise, like diet, like yeah. What's your diet look like, and how how do people meal improve prep. their diet? Yeah, you open the massive door, my friend. I can talk about diet and food all day. So like, I'm I, I like food. So I'm a know. massive foodie. Oh yeah. yeah, like I was a fat kid growing up. Even like with the working out because I didn't do cardio. Okay, <laughs> big time foodie okay. my whole entire life. So like, I finally get to the point now where my training supports my eating habits. Like they're on the same level. Uh-huh. So I have a huge advantage in the fitness world, which is that I don't mind eating the same breakfast snack and lunch every single day oh. didn't usually get creative but like i found my routine so big fan of stand efforting and the vertical diet and i don't do the vertical diet specifically but like i apply a lot of his principles and what he teaches but count macros try to get around 3300 calories a day oh yeah. yeah listen man like i knew it was gonna come what is a macro <laughs> macros so i remember i remember when i was like 15, 16, okay? Yeah. And I was, just like everyone else, I was Googling how to get a six-pack. I was looking at all the Mike Chang, all the Athlean X, like all the old-school YouTube stuff. and didn't work. And the most life-changing video in regards to fitness that I came across was an old Max Tuning video. You guys watch him? No. He's like, so he's like, he's a big-time YouTube fitness guy now. He's on, he's been in the game forever. Mm-hmm. It was earlier videos before he was rich and famous. And it was made a video called How to Get a Six-Pack. He's like, just count your macros. The whole takeaway, just count your macros. He's like, you might say you're not like, well, I'm not a numbers person. This doesn't work for me. I operate. Well. He's like, if you want a six pack, count your macros. And like, that's the quickest way. Quickest way of point A to point B. So I did that and I got abs. 
<laughs> I have not lost them since I started counting my macros. So count your macros, dang it. <laughs> count your macros, okay. <laughs> but I count macros. Um, the biggest obstacle right now is eating enough food to fuel my training because okay. the open for CrossFit's coming up. So like, I'm just doing a lot more of everything all the time. Okay. So eating enough. Try to get one gram protein per pound of body weight in a day. Um, I try to get mostly whole food, no whole protein, complete protein, just animal protein. And uh, a lot of like the chicken and rice, bro stereotypes, eggs, potatoes um, eggs. in the mornings. Yep. Uh, Cover protein shakes throughout the day. Those are all egg guys. No, there's no freaking. Re- okay. There's yeah. no, it's <laughs> no pet peeve. Cause I know guys who like, like they ask you what you eat for breakfast yeah. so that they can tell you they eat raw eggs. Yeah. Why? There's really I was no, just asking. I don't <laughs> no, no, that's like, yeah, that's yeah. the thing you are. But like, it's like people dry group pre workout. It's like, yeah. ooh. Look out, we got a badass over here. I didn't know we freaking do you dress group pre workout? Do you dress group pre workout? Um, not gonna lie, I didn't myself. Uh, it's not something that I do every time, but somebody the reason that it, it no 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 the reason it started is because somebody else was like, Hey bro, you gotta try this. So Yeah. But not not every time. No. Yeah. But listen, I, but speaking that back to the raw eggs thing, like it just yeah. seems like a little extra because I literally I don't remember where I saw the video, but it was like this challenge, and this dude ate fifty raw eggs in Un- <sighs> under. I don't even know how many minutes it was. It was just like salmonella. Here's the thing, man. <laughs> so the argument I have heard is like the yolk. Basically, I mean, yeah. Yolk. When heat like is applied to your food, it breaks down the amino acids. It makes it harder for body to use them yeah. to ingest them. If your fitness is so elite that your problem is that you're cooking your food too much. And like, if that's the last thing limiting you from making progress, you've arrived. Like you're, you're, you're done. If that's really what you're worrying about, if you're worrying about those little details, then yeah. I think most people have bigger problems to worry yeah. about than yeah. heating up their food too hot. Yeah, because I, I feel like most people go to the gym to help build their confidence as well, too. I mm-hmm. know you was talking about uh, how you, you really help people, you know, identify like a your confidence level and yeah. your fitness. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, a lot of people like I feel like a lot of people, especially young guys, start the gym because of insecurity. Oh yeah, like the sad boy hours get the heart broken. Oh, just, oh yeah, matter of fact, at nighttime in the gym, yeah, because um, oh my god, it's ugly. Because uh, it'd be a whole bunch of high school kids come in there, like bro, they'd be like little yeah. fuck skinny and shit. And I remember I was at point, I was like, bro, I was there too. But mm-hmm. like, all right, so me, like I like going late night at anytime fitness in Canton mm-hmm. because I can. The rules actually, you can take off your shirt. So I'm working on my back and everything else mostly at that time. That's so that only dress code is closed toed shoes. So technically, yeah. it's yeah, fair game. Yeah, you can take your shirt off. So I'm up in there working out. Boom. And the kids over there, like, and they rack and stuff. <laughs> I didn't know they was freaking here. They just walked in. And the first thing you see them do, they look over there, like, oh. And then they come by me and take off their shirt and try to flex in the <laughs> and the shit. Take and that I, as a freaking challenge. And I was like, wearing a pump cover. I was, I was looking at it. I was like, so I literally stopped. I literally would drop my weight and flex and spread my back. And, and after that, they were like, yeah, let me get the fuck away from here. I was like, yeah, little, yeah, little bitch. <laughs> Beta. Beta. <laughs> you fucking, you fucking, wait, what's that? That's what I thought. No, there's something else after Beta. No. No, the Gamma. They're like the Gamma. Omicron variant. Yeah, they're the Omicron variant. I'm the Alpha and the Omegas. I'm the beginning and the end of this shit. And y'all got to get the fuck out of my jail. I'll be scared. I won't be doing that shit. Well, sometimes. <laughs> But no, talk about yeah. the confidence. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. So, like, a lot of guys are motivated by the insecurity. And, um, like, 
fitness, I hardly believe, solves so many problems. <laughs> but at the same time, it does. fitness does not solve your problems. Because yeah. let's check it out. Like if you're if your self esteem is low because you struggle to connect with people, if you're so in your head that you can't meet new people, if your confidence is low because like you do have a relationship yeah. and it's not going very well, like fitness does so much as far as relieving stress and making you look at yourself differently. But like you still need to solve your problems. Yeah. You know, that's that's all that's I learned from fitness that has applied to life is like if you have a weakness in the gym, the only way to get better at it is to attack that weakness head on. Yeah. Right? Like if you if your bench press sucks, there's no other way to get strong than bench. benching. Like yeah. specifically like attack that weakness first, head on. So like just solve your problems, man. Yeah. Like if there's something that's that's hurting your self esteem or the way you see yourself or the way you see the world, like identify the problem and yeah. freaking do something about it, man. Yeah, because I know I has been a victim of that because mm-hmm. I was going, especially when I was going through my bad depression and mental health, like the gym was my outlet. Hundred percent. Yeah, and so I was like, man, a lot of guys use the gym to be their outlet because they really feel like they have nobody to talk to. Mm-hmm. So the gym be their their voice. So I used to go in there all the time when I get upset and everything else too. But I realized it really wasn't fixing the problem. That's when I started going to therapy. So I was like, therapy yeah. has helped me fix my problems. But yeah. at the same time too, society's put this impression like, you know, you're a man. You're not supposed to be able to have this, that, and third. But like, mm-hmm. we're human beings just like everybody else. We got emotions just like everybody else. So when it comes down to that, the fact that y'all saying that no one cares to listen to us, Mm-hmm. That's why society does not care about men. Exactly. They, if you're not a dog, women or child, <laughs> they don't give <laughs> a fuck care. about you. Yeah, and and, and it's sad to say because like that's why I say if I see a big dude like a giant like a dude that's real muscular mm-hmm. or like always in the gym, I know he's going through a lot at home and he's dealing with mm-hmm. a lot personally. Yeah, like the bigger your muscle, really. Like I said this before on here, the bigger the muscle. The bigger the the obstacle he overcame in life to get mm. to where he was at, yeah. Because that means he was in this thing contemplating over and over again, either suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. or whatever he was dealing with at the house, or like the world is shitting on him none day in and day out, and like this is the only place he had to go to release something. Mm-hmm. So like. <laughs> If y'all see a giant dude, go give him a hug. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you he'll cry. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <cry>. Big <laughs> muscles cover up the soft tender inside. Of course. Every, like, yeah. Generally speaking. That's true. Like, the bigger and tougher the dude is, yeah. the more soft and squishy the inside is, man. Just got to. Exactly. Yeah. But what you said about, um, like, eventually owning up and going to therapy. I love yeah. what you said that yeah. because I agree with you that, like, very generally speaking. Yeah. Like, they don't care. Yeah, guys' mental health is not even. Mental emotional health is not even talked. It's about. not important. Yeah, not, not yeah. even talked about, and it's such a stigma. But like, even if, if it's therapy or just having a relationship with somebody you can actually trust, or it's like a good friendship, yeah, until y'all have that someone you can genuinely trust, like that is that's huge. Like yeah. we're we're not meant to to go through it alone. Exactly. Yeah. yeah like I need, like I'm not like that, but I know I can talk to Terrence about anything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'm not, I'm not like that though, but I hey, know I can talk to you. Hey, but yeah. if you need to talk to me, hey, that's why I try to tell people like. Don't be shy to talk to me about stuff, cause look, mm-hmm. technically, I may seem like a, a asshole and dick sometimes, but like when you need to talk, I'm that person that if you need advice or just want to hear you out, bro, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'll relate to it too. Yeah, yeah. And if you need a viewpoint, uh, perspective, I can give you that as well too. Cause like a lot of my friends that come to me now, uh, 
if they want to, this I know something's going on because I know my personnel. I know how I, I watch them. I yeah, sit back and watch before I actually interact with people. But um, if my friends ask me do they want to work out, something's up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and if the they call, I know the hours they use to call me into, so something else there too. But if they really have to sit there, hey man, I need let's go out to eat or let's go work out or something. It's something Some big. Up. Something big is up. So I'm like, hey, alright, yeah, come on. It's like that'd be like our therapy session. We'd be in the gym. <laughs> He'd be talking. He's like, hey man. I was like, I hear him out because like one thing about it, I appreciate the military and like everything else I've been through in life because like it gave me a better perspective of different backgrounds and different mm-hmm. things. Sympathy, empathy. Yeah, sympathy and empathy and everything, especially being a communication major. Yeah, y'all. Communication is actually deeper than what y'all think it is. It so is. check it out. Uh, communication, if y'all in college mm-hmm. or you thinking about it, you don't know where you want to do, this is part everything, of everything, man. Shout out exactly. all my communication majors worldwide, man. Yes, man. Damn. And the professors, Professor Kennedy and Pilgrim. Shout Pilgrim, out Kennedy, shout out Blood, Pil- Word. And Blood too. Shout man, out all y'all, Word. all y'all, man. Y'all, man, and Tubbs, you, you the man too, man. All y'all, man. But, uh, like, when they, it's literally a therapy session sometimes mm-hmm. when, like, sitting down there. And like reading their body language and everything, and I see like after we have a conversation, and if we got to go to the gym and have a conversation, like bro, there's like a weight to lift off their chest. Oh yeah. So man, it's just like, yeah, being people don't understand like people go through the stuff regardless every day. Mm-hmm. So if we be good, nice people to everybody, never know what they're dealing with and what they're going through. Cause it's look, you, you, your nice words could save somebody from suicidal thoughts or doing something that they didn't want to do. So, be nice to others. Just yeah. saying. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's it, man. And like hurt people, hurt people. You know what? Like when people are yeah. the most abrasive, like the the big guy, tough guy, Ooh, assholes I, in the gym. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's I got a good question on this one that I need both y'all answer. Okay. Okay. So look, y'all basically said uh, hurt people, hurt people, right? So where do you think the hurt begins? Cause all right, cause Ooh. most people most people would be like, especially like even talking about day to day, girls be saying, "Oh, he hurt me first. Guys would say, "Women hurt them first. Or in, in the way it can be it can be different for different scenarios, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like day to day basis. This is my viewpoint. All right, I'm gonna give y'all my viewpoint first. I feel like the hurt began with some women, cause like. All right, this is the reason why I say this. I'm sorry, ladies, if y'all feel offended or whatever. I'm sorry, but when it comes down to when they was little, girls, even girls in elementary school be hurting the other girls in elementary by their words. Mm-hmm. Guys don't really, we don't think about nothing. We just even running around, having fun, and just, yeah. if we get cool, less drama. And less drama. Yeah. But then, like, Generally. and then when you get to a relationship, like, over time, they build this callus, like, oh, in order to get why well, I got hurt this person or like I downplayed this person instead of just, uh, and then it falls into a relationship and then boom, it just keep recycling. Like it's never in the cycle of like hurt people, hurt people. Mm-hmm. And it's easy, it's funny, it's easier for a guy to admit that he was wrong than a woman. Hell yeah. Because if a woman admit that she's wrong, it seems like the whole world is about to break for her and she's like, oh, yeah. It's over. I'm like, no, you just admitted that you're wrong. That's okay. Uh, we can grow from this. Yes. Like, that's mean you're accepting, like, hey, I'm not always right. It's yeah. Okay. But, like, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> what do y'all think about the cycle of hurting people? I hurting think, people? personally, that it starts, like, when you're younger as well. But I'll probably say, like, 
middle school because that's probably when girls go boy crazy and boys start liking girls for real hormones and like hormones hormones <laughs> the self-esteem and, and everything yeah and honestly it's just based off i think simply based off the fact that people get bullied or stuff and stuff when it comes to that stuff and you yeah. know you don't people look different from middle school until when they grow up so it's like you know, it's always like the girls that were like <laughs> ugly and never gotten men, and then and they look they good after, bad as hell. <laughs> good after and stuff. So then, but then they like they went through that for so many years that they carried themselves differently. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think that's where the hurt begins. I'm not saying it's like that for everybody, because like obviously some girls that look good then still look good now. Yeah, but I'm just saying that I just think it starts in middle school, and it's just specific. Um, the bullying and like it's it's like specific traits and stuff that are de- developed for how you're treated by the people you like and stuff when you're younger that just it just builds up. Yeah, it accumulates. Yeah, I agree with that. That's what I think. What are you going? Yeah, I, I think it's different for everyone. I think it's a hot time for a lot of feelings to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Just first, oh, first yeah. stepping like biological adulthood, and you yeah. have no idea what the hell is going on at all. Because I I feel like after you leave from elementary to like middle school. It's like a real culture change for real. It is because mm-hmm. actually that's the first time I actually got. Well, I got of course I get bullied a little bit. Yeah, picked on, but picked on. But like, like appearance wise, this is my first time ever getting like clowned on at mm-hmm. first. Because like back in the day, like I, I ain't gonna lie, my, we used to buy shoes from Walmart. I ain't give a fuck. Like I said, yeah. oh, I like these. Boom, that's what we yeah. got. Next thing you know, like first getting picked on, like oh you ain't got Nikes, you ain't got this that. You like oh shoot, now you gotta wear like what mm-hmm. what to. What your surroundings like? Oh, then everybody started not knowing. It's like, oh, I was like, man, think about. It. I was like, I'm not broke. I'm not poor. I was like, this is what yeah. I like to wear. I, I just took me like, and still to this day, like now I'm like, yeah. gosh, I was like, oh, if it's not, I was gonna say it's the same in. freaking thing in adulthood. Yeah. Like if you don't deal with that insecurity, yeah. then it's the same thing when you think about what cars you want to get or what clothes you want to wear, yeah. what phone you have, whatever. Like it's all, yeah. Because I like my shit paid off from hurt. Like <laughs> that's yeah. about it. My truck is paid off. So I'll be like, oh, I could get something new. But I'm like, bro, why am I make another bill for yeah, myself? Free. Holy crap. I was like, I was like and like, I, I looked at it like, because it actually affected me. I looked at it now because from that part, from me getting bullied on, it affected me in a way I looked at different things in life. Because mm-hmm. there was a girl that um, I talked about her once on here. Her name is Allison Payne. She uh, she went to Washington. I went to. Uh, yeah, yeah. But like, all right. I was driving my granddad's 91 Chevy Silverado stick mm-hmm. shift. It was an old car. I was like, man, yeah. looking at it, it's like, oh, it's beat up in there. It's character. Exactly, right? But, like, she ain't, she ain't care about that. She just want to be around me. But I'm looking at it, it's like, oh, status-wise, well, like, bro, she got this new car. I got this. You're embarrassed. And I'm embarrassed. Yeah. But, like, there's some people that, oh, you got a car. And they and little people, they're trying to clown me. I was like, I started thinking, like, later on as a group, I was like, man. Mm-hmm. That shit don't matter. Exactly. Like, that shit yeah. don't matter. I was like, bro, I had a car that's paid off. All I got to do is pay gas. Yeah. And then great place to be in. Exactly. And then I looked at where I lived at. I was like, man, I live in the country out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, said, they live in the city. You mm-hmm. got a little nice two story house. Now I started looking at it, I was like, bro, I got ten acres in here. Most people don't even own a corner. Yeah. So I was I was like, man, it's like the whole my perspective. It's perspective, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a lot of healing and everything 100%. too. And like I it was like you said, self esteem. It was like my my self esteem was down. Yeah. <laughs> but but go go ahead back to the self esteem. <laughs> no, it's pretty much it. Also I I think that like what you were saying about her accumulating yeah, just, past pain, yeah. yeah. So like, like you said, it mostly starts with or with girls. It starts in middle school, right? Yeah. I think of like so my first like high school age breakup. Yeah. It 
f me up way harder than it should have because of her when i was a kid yeah yeah it was her that i didn't deal with it's yeah. so like her from the relationship tapped into stuff i was still carrying you know yeah yeah i, yep. I think <laughs> you're right though because i think it is high school for boys actually i'm gonna change yeah. my it's middle yeah. school for girls high school for boys guys mine, girls. My, my high school breakup even though I'm the one that broke up with her, but she had like yeah. this some shit. Anyways, <laughs> that shit. We're not gonna get to that right now. <laughs> that, yeah, we're not getting to that. Uh, he played the film. I don't give a fuck. He no played the film. <laughs> but anyways, that shit, like the traits and shit, like I was hurt. That shit followed me into mm, college, bro. Yeah, yeah. And like there was this, there was this female that. I'm not gonna say no names because I don't know. If I, I name I, I drop. I, <laughs> like, I don't her care. Her name is Allison Page. She, she goes. High School. <laughs> she goes to UWF, so I'm not gonna name drop because she like bro. Yeah. She had a 3.9 GPA. Like she came here for for me. Fuck it. She came here for me. Bro. Fuck, <laughs> I don't care what she says. Yeah. Anyways, um, and like I like I made her like wait for us to date. Like we were messing around for a long time because I wanted I, like I was hurt and I knew if I would have dated her at that time I would have dog the fuck out of yep. her. So for her safety and for me to work on myself to where mm. I could even have a healthy relationship, uh, we were talking, whatever, for like a year and a half before I was really ready. Like I had to work on some shit. Mm. I had been cheated on in my uh, relationship previously mm. uh, before that. So like, sh- bro, listen, like guys, you know how she was going to get dog the fuck out. So yeah. I, I just had to wait. But like, you know what I'm saying? Damn, I forgot what point I was trying to make. What was I talking about? high school, you carried into college oh, relationships. Yeah, and so, and, and it just followed me into college, bro, because she was a year behind me. And I got here freshman year, and yeah. pff, freshman year of college was crazy. Yeah. And it came back to bite me in the ass, and, like, I ruined something that could have been good because mm-hmm. then she got here the next year and, like, yeah. heard about all that shit. Yeah, I know. How you- but, like, I'm just saying, like, that shit followed me, bro. And, like, I worked. I worked so hard because by the time, like I fucked up my freshman year, but by the time I was dating her, it was my sophomore year, yeah. and I had worked on everything was fine, but that shit came back to bite me in the ass. Like I had worked on everything, I was loyal. Yeah, we weren't even dating at the time; we were on and off when I was, whenever <laughs> other shit happened. But Dang. it's straight forgiveness. Forgiveness, yeah. Let's see. Look, all right, because I can see that. True, because all my relationships in high school, I kind of had prior hurts too. Mm-hmm. And it kind of really affected me when we did break up, and it's you know it's different from when you break up with somebody and they break up with you. Yeah. Well, it was like you like oh it just had to be over. See like with Allison, I broke up with her. Then I was like oh people like why you break up with her? I was like really I couldn't tell like bro because I was uns- I was insecure about myself. Yeah, I was like oh yeah she's crazy this and third. Really she's not. She's like yo she's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> she's a doctor now. She has an AKA. I bet she back. Of course, of course, <laughs> like. In a heartbeat, like, look, I look at her, I was like, man, because, like, we used to talk about our future stuff. So I was like, man, this is someone I connected with and everything else, too. But then, like, the my two, like, I had high school sweethearts that I actually was on and off with during the same time. But uh, it was, man, the two girls that really fucked me up until I realized later on, like, last year I finally healed from that a year or two ago. Latoria. Her last name was Bell at the time. Uh, her last name Adams now. She actually would run track at Ole Miss and everything. Um, yeah, that part, yeah. And then uh, another girl, her name was Natasha Gardner. Because um, we started talking back when I came back from the military. And then you know how you just feel the vibe is off when you yeah. come back on the second time? Because I came back for Thanksgiving, came back for for Christmas. They said, you know, it was just like off. Something's off. 
and I was against I was going to California and everything else too. So I remember I was on FaceTime and everything was talking on other things back then it wasn't even FaceTime. It was like uh what other fucking shit is it was old ass shit that Skype? No, it was, it was like Skype but it's not Skype. Uh it was like yellow or some shit. I forgot what the fuck it is. It's like Zoom before WhatsApp it was Zoom. or something. I think something like something like green. But no, but yeah, either way. So talking to her, I was like, "Hey, something's wrong." Like, you got something you could, like you was talking to somebody else or something. She's like, yeah, blah blah. She's over that, and literally after that, it's just like a switch shifted in me. She's like, "You mad?" I was like, "No, I don't get mad. I get even." And like, I just stopped talking to her. I just became a demon. Yeah, a demon. You shut off. It. Yeah, I, didn't say it. I shut off my emotions. I was like, really? I became a demon. That's literally. <laughs> I became a demon because like literally. All right, I know I fucked up the relationship back in high school, but I felt like we was getting to a place where like it was coming. Like, yo, I, I would have married that girl. Like, dead ass, like, Natasha, I would have married her. Notoria, too, I would have married her. But, like, like Natasha, she brought something else out of me that was just, like, I just love to be around her. Yeah. And, like, I wanted to see this every day. Mm. And I grew, she, like, helped make me think about shit. So, after that, like, every relationship that I could have had between that moment when I just shut off my emotions to like two years ago, mm-hmm. I self sabotage because like when you get to a point yeah. where like it's like it's like you're about to get serious, it's just like fuck all that shit up. I literally be like run. <laughs> yeah, and when I say run, I would literally like do hey Danny Phantom beep beep. <laughs> no, I road runner. Danny Phantom. Hey, look, turn off all communications in any shape or form possible. Jimmy Neutron got a blast. Got a blast on everything because there's been some girls that I met in between. If I would have healed and found a way to heal, they deserved it too. And like they, they were like the perfect women for me. Like, like they could have helped me in different phases of my life. But that healing part, like the self esteem that. I didn't have because like really I didn't go to the gym like that. I used to play basketball. That was it. But then I started getting back here, going to the mm-hmm. gym like yeah, I got my confidence back. Yeah, and then started healing physically, but not mentally and yeah. spiritually. Yeah, and like like fitness helps, but then actually yeah. solve the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the balance. Yeah, and I still dogging. Full circle day. Came back. I'm like, <laughs> but nah, but oh shit, damn. <laughs> See, these are the kind of conversations I would have with friends. Yeah. During pandemic, like in the backyard gym, like this is this is the heart to hearts that exactly this brings out, man. I love this, and this this is what this is all about because it's basically sharing our experience so other people don't have to go through the same experience. Because mm-hmm. like people, certain a lot of people think getting like you said the six pack, getting the muscles and everything going to fix it all, but it really got to start with you because like the confidence mm-hmm. that uh you get from finding yourself and knowing what you like. Don't you don't got to try to be like with everybody else because yeah. that just be, make you everybody else find what you like. Like I go to the gym now, yeah, I like to look good. Mm-hmm. It's 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 for me. I like, it's a nice bonus. Yeah, it's a nice bonus. I like it look good. Yeah. Also, I remember when I went to South Beach, Miami, uh, four years ago. No girl was talking to me because I was too skinny, and uh, I thought I had little little muscles here and there. But uh, this big bald head dude keep walking around with the baddest females. Like, I was like, I need. <laughs> but uh but when i started fitness journey it, for obviously other reasons but now it's like it helps me it's like where i meditate at mm-hmm. i i feel like the gym is like my church i don't know if people <laughs> no, that's funny you say that because yeah. like i i had this conversation with another friend that i feel like in yeah. like 21st century culture the gym is taking the place of the church yeah <laughs> i can see that yeah that's your routine yeah. like people you go through life with and yeah 
in a lot of ways it's sometimes yeah. sometimes a better like facilitator of yeah. connections and relationships yeah. than <laughs> the church can be because the conversation we, sometimes the conversation I be having in the gym the connections I make with the people in the gym are like the purest oh my conversations gosh. and like we talk about life we talk about things we're going and we talk about religion too like man we talk about faith and everything faith, too yeah so and then like we motivate each other and really is that's a big part because mm-hmm. certain people lack certain motivation that they need and i get that from not just the gym from myself but the people inside there because they see me fighting the battles in the gym so Mm-hmm. Hallelujah! Praise Jesus. <laughs> I want to I want to double back on something. Okay. Kind of off topic, more so has to do with uh, what I was talking about earlier, as far as taking time to heal before you get yeah. into something. Y'all, like people, <laughs> have to stop when you get out of a relationship. You Rest have to stop <laughs> just jumping back into. You have to, to that heal. Void. You have yes. to, bro. Yes. That shit never works out. Bro. <laughs> that shit is literally pointless. Like, Absolutely right. Anybody that's ever done that shit, one hundred percent, does not work out, bro. I don't understand. And it's always like the person that fucked up the relationship goes and gets in another one and fuck it up again. And yeah. like, it's not that shit's not gonna last, bro. Just mm-hmm. like heal, bro. Take your time, that's, please, bro. That Take sh- your time. That shit is literally pointless because it's just. It, and it also has to do with the fact that a lot of people are not okay with being alone. Yes. Because I yes. just I'm not gonna lie. I just mat like no one wants to say mastered. I just learned how to be okay with just being by myself. I can yes, have yeah. I can have a blast by myself. Like I don't need like I love my friends, but I don't need. I don't yes. necessarily need anybody anymore. I can have fun by myself. Exactly. I just learned how to do that last year, like 2021. Yeah. Just did it. And I think, as, I'm sorry. Are you, oh, go, no, go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. But I think that's why like 2020 is so shaking for so many people because they took away people, took away your job, took away your hobbies. Like so many people were faced, forced to face who they are. And that's why a lot of people, they got divorced. Yeah. Divorced. Suicide rates went up. Like, yep. It's tragic, but it's a real thing. Like yeah. you're in the box though. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Isolated. A good thing I had a lot of land to walk around on, cause like, cause I'm not like a lot during COVID. I, people don't know I got a scar under my eye now from COVID, because I was like, leave scars. Yeah, COVID leaves scars, cause like, me and my sister got into an argument, and it was a bad argument. My little sister, I was like, bro, like you saying, you you're trapped, and <laughs> you got to deal with these certain people, and like I was. I, I go outside, I got baseballs and everything. Like, I used to play baseball, so I was just out there hitting. And I really wasn't trying to hit my balls that far, but end up going all the way in the woods where I couldn't reach them. So I was like, fuck. And I took the bat and I hit a tree and it came back and <laughs> bow. So, yeah, I walk in, like, first I was like, oh shit, I heard him drop the bat. <laughs> I didn't think that it was gonna, like, to be honest, I thought the bat was going to bend and like go around there. No, the, it bounced off the yeah. So first I was like, "Oh shit, what the fuck happened?" And, oh my And then at first I hit, touched my head. I was like, "Oh, it's nothing." But I just felt like I was sweating and like it just getting all everywhere. Then I touched my shit again. Nothing but just red. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and I heard him go in the house like, "Hey mom, we gotta go to the hospital." <laughs> She's like, "What?" Because me, she was part of the argument too. She's like, I, "I think I knocked my eye out of the socket." <laughs> she was like, "Open the door." My mom hate blood. She hate open wounds, anything. Like, if I had a scratch on my knuckle and it showed a little bit too much blood, she's freaking the fuck out. She's in the bathroom and she opened doors. Like, oh, all this shit, flipping shit. She just slipped and bust her ass. I'm so sorry, mother. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, my eye was full for like literally two weeks. And, like, I did some TikToks with it, but, you know, girls gave me sympathy. 
that's where my most viral TikTok came from. Like yeah. me saying I got beat up, and then uh, my cousin came to help me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, it's beautiful. Yeah, find y'all's places where y'all can release because the gyms were closed and it also hurt. Yeah, and the tree was not the the answer to my problems. Mm-hmm. Wait, what was I talking about? <laughs> I got all off topic. To close, your, oh, your, yeah, your thought. Yeah, because I, I forgot. I was gonna. Wait, what else was I gonna say? You just gotta learn to be comfortable with being by yourself, which mm-hmm. also kind of circles yeah. back to self love, bro. You have to be okay with being by yourself, like not needing to to be around anybody or just have a boyfriend or girlfriend or I don't know, bro. It's just like my generation. <laughs> I just I don't know because it might have just been a younger thing. It was like yeah. high school for sure. People were doing that one hundred percent. Still see it in college, but you just gotta learn to love yourself. Be okay with being by yourself like not on it's not necessarily like a lone wolf type of thing but it's just like self-love bro like meditate honestly give you time to whatever meditate you have mm-hmm. to do bro you have to learn that that is something especially like just going into adulthood that is something you need to like master and master honestly yeah the meditation yeah that's huge that's yeah. been a race development for me but I believe the reason that meditation is so effective is because it's just space. It is. Like, it's so like. easy to lock into, go to school, go to work, go to hang out with your girlfriend, go see friends, go to the gym. Yeah. Like That's just, part of self-love. <laughs> yeah, you know, just like get yeah. focused on that routine and not actually have time to sit down and have the space. For yourself. To, yeah. For yourself. That's why, yes. that's why guys got man caves, as you realize. Literally. And yeah. people like, like, oh, why do you need a man cave? It's my exit from the world. Mm-hmm. This is where I can come and just, I don't even have that safe TV space. on. It's, actually, yeah. it's like a safe space. Because like, just come in and like, that deep that deep exhale, that first deep mm-hmm. exhale, is just like you let out all your stuff. I already know what my man cave is going to be when I get older with my house. It's going to be a It's going to be a place where I fucking watch fucking NFL football or sports and shit. And then <laughs> the wifey comes in and brings me fucking whatever the fuck I'm, dr- whatever the fuck I'm drinking at the time. Some alcoholic ass beverage. <laughs> and my damn, my damn dinner. Yeah. Yeah, my dinner. Paul. And then she needs to... Whoever my future wife is, respectfully leave, so then I can continue <laughs> to watch my shit and eat in peace and just yeah. chill. Probably have the boys over too. Whoever the fuck my my boys are at that time, yeah. when I get older. I know I know one of them, Bryson. Yeah. That's my brother. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but no, I see. And you know what's so funny? Because like most girls be like, oh, when they break up, they go to the gym and heal and all this other stuff and like make get better when they break up with you and all this other stuff and like evolve. But it's so funny because like it, it ties in with the gym what we've been talking about. Yeah. So the guy that you that broke up with you, was that was trying to encourage you to actually do this stuff, while you're in a relationship. Why did it take you after the relationship to be over to actually start doing the stuff? And you made him seem like a bad that guy. guy. He was saying because it always try to make it like, oh, you stereotype. Like, he was down to me. It's like no, he was trying to tell you, hey man, you want to come in here? He was trying to encourage you to get in the gym. Like sometimes it may be down to me. I may not know, but look. Why? How come it's so much easier for you to do it now than it was then? Because people don't realize you can still. You could still, um, how do I say this? You could still, not ch- chase is not the word I'm looking for, but I can't think of anything else. You could still chase becoming a better version of yourself while you're in a relationship. That's what you're supposed to do. I don't know if people know that, but you still can do grow. that. It's, it's yes. You, yes. Yes. You could, you could do that. Like, it's okay. Like Because people don't know that. Because, like, certain, that's why certain people break up, I feel like. Yeah. Because stop growing. you stop growing, you stop being the person yeah, that I was attracted to. You, yeah. you like this is what I was this is what I was this is what brought me into dating you. 
and now you're not the person that I was looking into dating. Yes. You changed because you you start focusing on what you had going. And I understand you maybe focus on me, but at the same time, like, hey, I'm still focused on what I gotta go. Mm-hmm. I can't focus on you because mm-hmm. like, if it's I not do, stop, exactly. I'm like, and a lot of females nowadays don't even respect that, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I've just had some recent experiences. I'm not gonna say no names. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Recent experiences where <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm talking to a female, and it's like life does not stop just for her, and something will happen, and she wants me to just drop everything and just yeah. you know, come for her. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and, I I, and, I, and I will simply like straight up be like, like no, I can't do that, and they just can't take that and they understand. at all that's like a like, dagger in they back it's like I, a dagger like they just can't accept that shit. Like and life like, life does not stop like it, it doesn't matter what relationship what the relationship is how long mm-hmm. you've been dating for life cannot just stop for that person and i guarantee if you're a goal-driven person and you get in a relationship with another goal-driven person y'all will be less likely to break up because yeah. you're going to continue mm-hmm. to progress and become a better version of yourself and you and push forward each other. together and, and yeah you push yourself and like that's what i love about that's why people really get, like they talk shit about me, but I say my requirements. If you if like we're dating, like one of you, yeah, you gotta have your goals. But I need to know you're in the gym, because one thing I love about people that's in the gym, that means you're never satisfied in where you're at, and mm-hmm. you're always trying to push yourself to get better. Yes. And so like that's why I'm like, Ugh. and if I look at you and like we go work out for like three months, and I see your workouts, let me know a lot about you. Mm-hmm. You can tell a lot about a person by how they work out. They could just go to the gym just to oh, uh, take care of themselves. Yeah. Or they can go to the gym like, hey man, I'm working. Like, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to. I got these goals in the gym. I'm trying to hit. Cause those type of girls, that's the type of girl you need to get in mm-hmm. life. Shout out to all the fitness women out there. Shout out <laughs> all the fitness women, man. Yeah. What you think, Connor? I thought like three points I want to share, and I'm forgetting all of them right now. I know I had. Four, I, yeah, it's <laughs> okay. Go <laughs> back and forth. I like this flow. But um, my, the girl I'm dating now, she's not like she's so super driven and ambitious. Yeah. And fitness isn't like her thing. Like but she, she works got, out, she got, but, but, her thing. but she's super like academically driven. She's yeah. Yeah, like she knows what she wants. Yeah. And uh, I think it's important. There's that verse in the Bible about being equally yoked. Yeah. And people use it like usually for romantic relationships. I think it also applies just like friendships. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. You have to be of equal yeah. mass and physical development. No, but like, like moving in the same direction together, right? Yeah. Moving in the same trajectory. And once you're in that yoke together, like, like there's gonna be times where one person's not able to bear their load, so the other person you gotta carry them out. Yeah, bit. and vice versa. Like you help each other out, yeah. but you have to be actively moving in the same direction together. Yeah. You can never just stop and get complacent and yeah. stop growing. You gotta keep moving forward. That's that's the key. Keep mm-hmm. moving forward. Because mm. like, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say just as as far as complacency, that's really what uh what. I, don't, I forgot who said it earlier. Really, when you get stagnant in a relationship and stop growing and get complacent, that's when shit starts falling off, bro. Yep. Like you just can't be complete. Like you just can't be complacent. Y'all gotta push each other. Gotta keep, keep pushing. Mm-hmm. That's why, I, like, that same thing with like I told, like you said, you said, you was right on the money. When you said friendships and relationships, and that's with family too, y'all. Because mm-hmm. like certain yeah. family could be moving in a different direction, you and they really might be stagnant where they're at, and they don't see the growth. You gotta know like when to cut the, that tie off, and you just gotta plow yourself until you find somebody else. Yeah, and I think that's why a lot of relationships relationships don't work out yeah. is because you yourself don't know what direction you're going in. Ooh, and that's why they, you that need which, to have the conversations. And mm-hmm. that circles back to what yeah. your cousin was saying earlier. Yeah. You have a, so I'm not gonna lie; it's not there's nothing wrong with having a plan for your relationship. Yeah, P- plan it out. What? It's too long. Fuck y'all, motherfucker. How are we talking? But there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with having a plan for a relationship, bro. Like, like, 
there's nothing you you can have a plan for everything. Like it doesn't matter what it is. Like there's nothing wrong with planning for everything. Well, I guess we're done with the live, but we can still get going on this part. Yeah. Do your episodes get this deep all the time? No. Majority. Well, some of them do. No. Which one? <laughs> Which one are you talking about? No. Yeah. Awesome. Not all of them. Don't get not all, not not all of them. Yeah. But uh, I like this. This is yeah. Majority, that's why I'm here, man. But majority. This is why. This is why I like about my podcast. This is why I wanted to be like these deep conversations that guys need to have and like yeah. talk because we have no place. Like you said, like most people mm-hmm. don't don't cater for guys but uh this is the place i want to be like a safe place for us guys now you got a sweatshirt on underneath that i'm burning the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) all right layers upon layers bro this guy's uh uh stripping out here ladies Uh, what's a chest tattoo yeah Yeah. what's that of jesus oh the 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 common how how girl how girls do you say it the common fuck boy tattoo (laughs) no no the key look one girl looking at my tattoos is like oh i don't see no clouds or no cross that's the sign of i was like i was like damn i know cordell got one on his chest damn hold on i've been seeing a lot of crosses yeah but no um I get it, but no. This that's why I really want this whole channel to be about. So when people need advice, they want to come. I want them to come listen. So an episode, find out something that they want to do. Find out something mm-hmm. new. They we, this place is for guidance. So mm-hmm. this is a a growth type ordeal podcast. So y'all out there listening, whenever y'all actually listen to this, grow. We're here to help you grow, help you find your mm-hmm. way. If you're struggling right now, just need a little extra motivation. This is what this channel is for. This is what it's for. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, for closing. Come come to Anytime Fitness Camp Tillman. I'll, I'll <laughs> be happy to talk to you. Exactly. We'll get a workout in. Exactly. I want to hear about your problems. Yeah. I want to hear about who hurt you. Yeah. It was my mom. <laughs> basically, <laughs> oh, yeah. basically, you're getting a two-in-one yeah. with my friend Gunner. Gunner here. Yeah. You are not only getting, you know, somewhat of a lifting, not, I don't want to say lifting coach, yeah. personal yeah. trainer. Yeah. You're also getting a therapist. Absolutely. Damn near that, that, that's all in no one. joke. Most of my like job yeah. in the gym, it's like therapist. running through a workout, whatever. I can send that over a text. Like that's not too important. But like walking with it through them, holy crap! Walking through it with them together mm-hmm. and like being on that emotional journey with them. Yeah, yep, that's the best. I'm part. into that. Yeah, I love it. That's the best part. That's why I'm here. Yes, sir. Man. Since you like doing that, have you ever thought about getting into psychology? So that's funny. My girlfriend, that's what she's majoring in psychology. Really? Yeah, I think that's it's, it's one of the reasons we click so well. I'm not gonna I lie. thought about it, but. It seems pretty interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My stepdad was a professor for FAMU. Uh, he taught really? the psychology class. And I don't, like, I didn't care about psychology until, and then he started just telling me, like, you know, little things that you could like yeah. like reading people and all this like interesting stuff and psychology seems pretty interesting it is dope if I wasn't in communication so you go in psychology, psychology that's yeah. legit yeah I love my, my, people fascinated my, by people one of my friends from back in the day he is a psychologist major mm-hmm. but the funny thing about it I find this funny that my fate, my psychology major friends or people that I know that are psychologists they come and talk to me about they probably like well damn I'm not getting paid and you are so hold on <laughs> There's a it's a problem here, but at the same time, <laughs> well, usually people who are in psychology are people who have dealt with crazy yeah. trauma, yeah. hurt, healing, yeah. growth, all that, and exactly. like like they want to share that experience with other people. Exactly. Well, I'm gonna tell y'all a secret question to ask anybody 
that you're all around if you're around somebody you you know see where they're at mm-hmm. this my psychologist friend taught me say what's the three most favorite things about yourself wow. and when you do that ooh, hey the, by the answer you can tell what type of person they are like a little bit and where their mindset is and where they're placed at right now in their life just let you know i just gave y'all some nuggets but anyways, let's go ahead and get some closing remarks real quick. Nuggets. What, yeah, some golden nuggets. Don't start off with me. Some, some Mc, I, I you don't want to go to chicken nuggets or Mac nuggets or whatever type of nuggets you want to get. Your biggest takeaway. Yeah. Or, or biggest lesson, whatever. You or something you want to leave the people one. with. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's a big question. Can we start with Tamis and come back? Actually, I got, my, I got mine now. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Let's start it's over. Yeah. All right. My nugget for the day. Circling back to my point on self-love. Be okay with being by yourself. Yeah. Um, I know I, there's nothing wrong with leaning on somebody, but don't become, you know, just so dependent upon that. Like, learn to self-love. Basically, I was about to just indirectly say the same shit. Yeah. Self-love. <laughs> self-love. It. Master key. it. Learn it. You need it. 2022. <laughs> yes, sir. Necessity. Yes, sir. Mm. What about you, Ghana? Hmm. I'd say, like, there's a bunch of stuff going on in my head right now. But let, let it can, it at let best, boil down to humility. Okay. Because humility isn't thinking less of yourself. Yeah. But thinking of yourself less often. Yeah. And I think humility opens the door for everything else we want to experience in life. Mm. Like, between healthy relationships, humility to have the patience, to make progress, whatever you're pursuing. Yeah. I think humility is what opens that door. Okay. I, 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 Work hard, stay humble. Yes, sir. Oh, one, one more add on before a term, Mrs. Yeah. Nugget. Yes. And stop being okay with where you're at. Stop being complacent, especially mm-hmm. now, 2022. Like if you're if you're complacent at any in any aspect in life, you're gonna fail in that shit. I'm just telling you. That is facts. Mm-hmm. And for my golden nugget of the day, I feel like Steve Harvey right now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, he he's the goat. But um, golden nugget right now, I'm telling y'all, uh, it's okay not to be okay. Mm. It's okay. Say not, it again. It's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Uh, there's people out there you can talk to. There's places you can go to release. Um, you know, nobody know what you're going through, but closed mouth don't get fed. So mm-hmm. talk to somebody. Uh, find out um, what you need to do. Like I said, find self-love, find some humility. And, you know, nobody's perfect, so it's okay not to be okay. So it's going to be struggle sometimes. But you got to think about it like this. After every bad day you had, you survived so far. Mm-hmm. So you'll make it out of the next bad day. Mm-hmm. One day at a time, man. One day at a time. And remember this too, dream big dreams because small dreams have little magic. And I want to thank y'all for tuning in for this episode from Boys and Men. Peace, love, and happiness. Bye, we love you. Bye. (laughs)